Maybe if you don't want to talk, you could just listen. And you are listening to, or perhaps even watching, the latest episode of your third favourite above average but infinitely curious podcast, Dimed Out, a show dedicated to exploring both the mysteries and the meaning of life, a kaleidoscope of really, really terrible decision making and soap opera entanglements. Oh boy, does that apply to this week and next week's episode? Yeah. The next four episodes, before we get any further, do have a video element to them, hence why I said you may be watching them. Yeah, the next four episodes are going to have a video counterpart, so if that is your thing, that is available for you to check out over on the YouTube channel. But I will say this, this isn't the start of a new direction, not every episode is now going to have a video element, it's just that these four episodes do lend themselves to a visual quality in some aspect. In terms of what we're doing this week and next week, we are, as you can tell by the title, spending two weeks with Karen, which on the surface sounds like we're going on holiday with a self-righteous, sanctimonious, racist white woman. But that is far from the case. Karen is kind of hard to define. On one hand, it is a choose-your-own-adventure game. On the other hand, it is a virtual life coach app. And I'm throwing some question marks all over both of those. It's somewhere in between there. It is an app that you can get yourself. And I would be very curious if you do actually download the Karen app and go through the whole process yourself to see what actually happens to find out what it is that you get and how your story differs. Because as I say, it is a sort of choose your own adventure game in the sense that there's no gameplay It's just a series of pre-recorded videos that alter based on the answers you give to the questions. The questions, of course, being posed by your virtual life coach, Karen. I first came across this six years ago when I was going coast to coast across America. If you listen to the travelogue episodes from the last season, you will remember that I talked quite extensively in the second episode of that series about Mia the somewhat eccentric Australian woman who was writing for video games or doing some kind of educational course where she would end up writing for video games or something like that. To this day, I still really don't know what she was talking about. It's it's something, and it's there if you want to check it out. It involves giant spiders and dead artists and other stuff. Yeah, Japanese food. Yeah, lots of different things going on there. But anyway, because she was in the field of writing and tech writing specifically, she introduced me to Karen. And at the time, I did start it, but I didn't finish it. But despite that, it's kind of been lingering in the back of my head ever since. And so when I started doing this show, it was definitely an early idea for me to finally go back and actually do it and kind of record the process. And that is what you're getting here this week and next week. Anyway, I'm not going to digress any further because I kind of want to get into this and uh, throw you into the first week with Karen, 
where we are introduced to her and we kind of begin to start the foundation of what will become our relationship, if that's what you want to call it, and the seeds of weirdness that get sown at some point. Believe me, it does get kind of weird. The way that it works is because she is a quote-unquote virtual life coach. It's kind of like we're making appointments or we're attending appointments through technology, through a sort of virtual calling system like Skype or Zoom or Facebook Messenger. And that's how we're having our meetings, as it were, our sessions with Karen. But um, right from the get-go, it's not exactly professional because the moment we meet her, She's on her way home, and yeah, there's already a sort of air of unpreparedness about her and this whole thing as she's she's entering her flat, and it seems like she's no idea that we were supposed to be talking with her. That's where we begin, and where we go from there, you, you'll you'll find out as as we get there. Anyway, let's jump into it. Let's start our first of two weeks with Karen. Great. I've been expecting you. I'm looking forward to getting to know you. Uh, there's one or two questionnaires, but um, I'm more of a person-to-person person, so... Oh, God, I'm still not used to these stairs. So, I'm knackered. Well, that's, that's a hell of an introduction. I'm knackered. How are you? Um, yeah, so we've got options here. It's a multiple choice. Me too. I'm quite excited, actually. Oh, this feels weird. The fact that we are meeting her outside of where she lives and she seems completely unprepared. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm leaning towards this feels weird. Weird in a good way, though, right? We'll see. Can you give me a couple of hours to get sorted and then we'll get started? A couple of hours? Pretty excited about it, actually. I mean, how often do you get to open up to a 100% stranger? Yeah, she seems a little too excited about that. A couple of hours. So a, a really sort of shuffled, shambolic start, and now we have to wait till later on to speak to you. Yeah. All right, here we go. Second round with Karen, actual first session. Hi. Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome to today's session. Thank you. It's great that you've signed up. Now, don't worry about a thing. I'm going to talk you through everything. I'm going to give you some questions and statements, and I want you to tell me how they apply to you. Then I'll do some work on them, summating, and we'll take it from there. There are a couple of questions that I usually give people once we get going, but I think we should just dive right in. All right. Just to get you started. Uh, right, so I want to help you with the most important things in your life. That's what I'm here for. Okay. So which of the following is most important for you right now? Mm, right now. All right, again, multiple choice. Which area is most important for you right now? Number one, I want to take more control in my life. Number two, I want to change my attitude to relationships. Or number three, I want to review my life goals. Well, I mean, they're all important, but I think the most important for me right now is probably number one. Taking control. God, me too. 
Well, we can definitely help you get that sorted. I'm going to pop you a couple of questions and you can tell me about how you see the world. Although I'm sometimes sad, I mostly have an optimistic outlook. How true is this for you? All right, so if you're listening to the audio version of this, we do have a sliding scale here. One end is totally disagree, the other is totally agree. Uh, And for these, I'm going to try and just do it as quickly as possible, not kind of think about it too much, just go on sort of gut instincts, which is, you know, how I tend to sort of navigate through most things in life. So we're going to stick with that. So although I'm sometimes sad, I mostly have an optimistic outlook. Um, I'd say that's reasonably true. I would say it's about three quarters of the way. It's not quite at fully totally agree, but it's it's further away from totally disagree. Great. Can I just say that um, this is about you? Okay. And if you're honest with me, then you and I can go to a really deep level. I, I You might not be honest. I can't control that, but... I'm going to be honest with you, and I just really hope you can be with me too. Okay. I'm going to try. Next one. I try to think good thoughts no matter how badly I feel. Mm. So, I try to think good thoughts no matter how badly I feel. It's that last bit which has snared me a little bit, because in general I do try and think good thoughts, but if I'm just in a really bad space, it can be really difficult. That's one. That one is more closer to totally disagree, and you know that's about about a fourth of the way. Yeah, it's leading more towards totally disagree because it's difficult when you're in a certain headspace. All right, you're a hard one to figure out, aren't you? Mm. Um, it might help if you try and think about what you do to cope if you've had a bad day. Um, we are going to have to delve a bit deeper. Okay. I know these questions might seem a bit simple, but that's already given me quite a lot to go on. Mm. How do you feel? Okay so far? Yeah. All right so far. Yeah, so options again I've got here. Uh, when do we get to the good stuff? Fine. Not sure. Yeah, I just go with fine. Don't need to go with when do we get to the good stuff. It's a little bit aggressive. Good. Thanks for bearing with me. I know digging into this stuff can be difficult. And that's a really good start. Is there anything you wanted to ask me at this stage? Um, okay, again, we've got some options here. Is what I say going to be confidential? Is anything off limits? And no, we're all good. I'm going to ask if anything's off limits because I am interested as to how wide the spectrum of response is with these videos. I'll try to cover as much as I can, but uh, I do specialise in certain areas. And of course, it's part of our profession to maintain full confidentiality. I want you to do something special for me before our next session. Okay. Uh, are you at home right now? I am. I am indeed. Are you on your own? Uh, yes, at the moment I am alone. All right, so it says here. Okay then, I'd like you to do something for me after I hang up. Take some time to think about something that you're grateful for today. Once you've thought of it, write it down. It can be on a post-it note or a message to yourself on your phone. Then I'd like you to read it back to yourself tomorrow morning and call me when you get a chance. Okay. And two options here. I can't promise. And yes, I can do that. I'm going to try and do that. So, you know what? In the spirit of um, kind of moving forward with a sort of open and positive attitude with this experiment... I'm going to say yes. I'm going to really try and remember to do that. 
Would you like me to remind you to write it down? Yes. <laughs> and then there's a number of options here. And I'm going to ask her to remind me in three hours because I think that's enough time. Great. That task can be really helpful. I do it every day in here. Uh, the last one I wrote was, I'm grateful for the friendly woman in the corner shop who always gives me a smile. It's a nice one. Brilliant. Okay. I can tell you're going to be great to work with. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, I'm interested because obviously they can only film a certain amount of scenes and responses, so I'm curious as to what we actually get from this. Yeah, all right, so that was, that was pretty good. Pretty good. Looking forward to seeing what we, we dive into next. Hi. It's great to see you again. I really enjoyed chatting to you last time. And it's great that you chose to work on taking control. That's such an important area. Mm -hmm. So, last time I asked you to do the grateful task, did you find time to write something down? I actually did. I did, and I didn't even need the prompt. So, basically, what I'm grateful for, the thing that I wrote down, is that I'm grateful for it being able to go and run. Running has become a real big thing for me in terms of not just physical health, but more so mental health. It gives me a lot of space. It gives me a lot of clarity that uh, I sometimes need. And, you know, I realise that it's it's very much a privileged state. A lot of people don't have that privilege to go out and run. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm very fortunate. I never lose sight of that. But I just, I really appreciate more the mental clarity, more the ability to sort of disconnect from any noise that may be going on and kind of give me space from from anything else and just be in that moment doing that thing. And how did writing something down make you feel? Um, three options here. Really good. It felt like slender pickings or I don't know what to feel. I feel like it felt like slender pickings is a little bit harsh and it didn't particularly make me feel really good. So I'm kind of in the middle. It was, it was nice to kind of have the realisation itself but actually writing it down in my phone really didn't trigger much. Okay, my one for last night was I'm grateful when someone else does the washing up for a change. Uh, I started to do this when I found out about Emmons and McCulloch because they'd done some research and it said that if you write down something that you're grateful for every day, then you will become happier, more optimistic about the future and physically healthier hmm. and you're more likely to reach your goals mm. okay so for today's session i've got some simple questions about childhood it's nothing too personal i think our childhoods help us figure out how we see the world so would you say you had a happy childhood before I enter that, I've just realised that she has got her laundry out on one of those drying frames and it looks like there's just a pair of pants hanging out to dry by pants, I mean underwear, which is, is <laughs> it's not exactly very professional and it is also kind of distracting, especially when you're tapping into something as pivotal as, as describing your childhood. Uh, anyway, um, would I describe my childhood as happy? Um, yeah, for the most part, you know, look, I've documented it on this show before. I've had issues with my father and him not being present for pretty much most of my childhood and life. But, you know, the childhood that I had was, was actually really good, you know, for the, for the most part. I mean, everyone has ups and downs, but yeah, I'm not going to go and totally agree because I don't think 
I mean, does anybody really have an idyllic, perfect childhood? Does even such a thing exist? Did you ever run away from home? All right, mm, that's an interesting question. So options here are yes, more than once. Yes, one time. I thought about it. No, I never did. I honestly can't really remember, and this is a problem I have. Um, my memory is is not good at the best of times, but my memory of childhood is kind of faint. I probably did think about it in a moment of just sheer self-righteous indignation, where I'm like, I wanted something, or something didn't quite go my way. Not that I was a petulant, spoiled brat or anything, but... Uh... I mean, yeah, look, I, I'll go with my thought about it. I don't think I ever, I don't ever remember packing a bag and hitting the streets thinking I'm going to make it on my own. But I probably did think about or like fantasize about getting away at some point. So we'll go with I thought about it. You're a bit like Dave. Who? He thinks it's better to stay put and work things through. And I admire him for that. But I don't know. I just think it's better to just sometimes just up and go. Well, that fills me with confidence. These next ones are from the five-factor model, and they help give a snapshot of who you are as a person. Okay. I still can't stop looking at the underwear. Would you say you see yourself as having difficulty understanding abstract ideas? No. Not at all. I actually really like and thrive off abstract ideas. Uh, I, I love subjectivity and stuff. I love open-ended things. I know some people really hate it, but I I just, I live for that shit. Are you relaxed most of the time? No, um, because I'm, uh, this is something that came up in conversation recently. It's not that I don't like to relax or that I don't know how to relax, but my brain is just wired to constantly be working on something. So, yeah, that is, it's not all the way, but it's pretty f- Far down the line towards totally disagree. Would you say you have excellent ideas? Oh, excellent is the trip up word there. Um, I do have a lot of good ideas. Excellent. I feel like my own uh, self-deprecation kind of prevents me from admitting that they're excellent. Sometimes they are. Sometimes I don't know. That's down. That's a tricky one. I'm going to inch towards totally agree, but I'm not going to go too far in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a tricky one. What about getting stressed out easily? Totally disagree or totally agree? Um, oh, yes, in some instances, and it's usually minor things that actually don't matter at all. Little insignificant things that in the moment matter to me. Uh, and probably me only, but in terms of bigger overall things, like big picture stuff, no. So I'm going to kind of slide it closer. Again, not not too far in, but closer towards totally disagree. Hmm. Well, based just on those few questions, I would guess that you tend to be an imaginative and creative person yeah. who is open to new things. Yes. And I bet you get bored easily. No, actually, and I don't. I can't yet be sure how you cope with stress. I mean, with Charlie and I splitting up, I'm spending a lot of time managing my reactions to things. I have to. So, 
Wow. Last okay. question. Right. And this is completely private and confidential because a life coaching situation is all about trust. Except it's not because I'm putting this on the internet. What if I were to ask you who you're most attracted to? Uh, all right. So we have options here, which is good. Which is good. Uh, men, women, transgender, men and women or none of your business. I feel like that's a little bit harsh. I imagine some people probably would answer that, but I am going to go with women, which is my answer. But it's great that they've Thank got you. options there. So I'm going to take all your answers and Donkey summate duck. the scales, and then I'll go through the reference material and let you know how it goes. Thanks so much. I... I know these questions seem like I'm being nosy, but they are degree-level questions, most of them. Um, they help me a lot. Mm. Okay, bye. Well, all right. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. We kind of got a little bit more in-depth there. Yeah, I like that. All right, session four with Karen. Hang on. What are you doing? You're just scanning some cereal. Once again, height of professionalism. Oh, all right, my pleasure. Wow. That's a nice surprise. What? Hang on, what am I just... It's coming willy-nilly. What is happening? You're like this. I, I have no idea what is happening. Did I just pop in? Have we not got to schedule the appointment? And now she's going to play a prank on her flatmate in the bathroom? What are you doing? He's on. Is he on the toilet? Are we just watching him on the toilet? What is happening? Stock blanket. Wow. Me and Dave go way back. Right. I've let him move in for a while. Fool. Oh. Well, I've got you here. I had something in mind I wanted to try with you. Um, I don't know if I actually... Which of these would you pick? Oh, see, after that... First of all, what on earth was that? For those not watching the video version of this, they're into the audio episode. Uh, we've just had the door opened on her flatmate, who it looked like was on the toilet, just in the, in the nude. <sighs> wow, I, I don't know how... Am I supposed to trust this woman? Because I really don't think I can. Anyway... So strange, so very strange. Right, so she's asking us to pick one of these three items. One of them is a bangle, one of them is a digital camera, and the other is like a little ornament of deer, like a little deer family. I'm going to go with the... Oh, God, am I going to regret this? She's going to use this to take pictures of her flatmate. Let's go with the camera. Ah, creative type, huh? People who pick the camera often prefer to work alone, framing the world... But staying out of sight. Mm. Okay, yeah, there's some truth to it. That was the first digital camera I ever owned. I used to take promo shots for Dave's band when he was in the sixth form. I used to have, have to buy him drinks because they wouldn't serve him at the bar. <laughs> right, like I've got to go out. I've got to go to the storage unit and pick up the rest of my too things. Much, too much about this woman's personal life already. Um, oh, before I go, though, I've got another question. Okay, I'm scared. What is it? Have you got a significant other? Uh, yes, I do, but I, I wonder why you're asking me that. I'm a little bit scared of why you're asking me that, Karen. I'm not going to lie. All uh, right, so again, we've got choices. Uh, it's my partner, it's someone in my family, it's a friend. I don't know who that would be. 
it's actually pretty good that they do give you those options. Um, it is my partner. I am married, Karen, so just back off. Um, what is her name? Write your answer here. Well, I'm not going to actually put her name. So let's just put wife. And why do you choose them? Oh, wow, that's an interesting question. Why do you choose them? Because essentially, you know, and, and this is kind of a little peek, I guess, into why I did ask my wife to be my wife is because she is the 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 first person, really, I feel, that has ever come close to understanding me and, and making me feel... She's the first person in a romantic setting that has, has really kind of made me feel seen and uh, has made me feel like somebody gets me. That's so trite and cliche, I know, but it's true. Mine's not Dave, that's what you're thinking. I did wonder. OK, take care. I'm off out. Later. So, what, we've just been... She's pulled some strange prank that it really is not professional whatsoever. She showed us her naked flatmate, and, and now she's just buggering off. Well, yeah, I I don't know what to make of that, I'll be honest. All right, so session five. I keep calling them sessions because I think that's what they're supposed to be, but they're not really like what I imagine typical sessions with a life coach are, and uh, this one in particular. Definitely the strangest encounter we've had with Karen so far. Unfortunately, the sort of in-app video kind of got corrupted. I did capture it, but it got corrupted and I can't actually use it. But I did manage to still keep and salvage the separate audio of me going along with it. So I'm going to cut the, the questions from that session out and throw them in. This is primarily for those watching the video version of it. Unfortunately, the, the actual sequence with Karen is not available but to and maybe that's a good thing I don't know but to catch you up to speed in session five we found ourselves in Karen's bedroom as she's getting ready to go out on a date she's in her dressing gown she's got music blaring she's doing a lippy she's uh yeah we really are kind of crossing boundaries and getting into far too familiar territories at this point so while she's getting ready to go out on a date she asks me the following questions. This is very um, uncomfortable because she's supposed to be a life coach and I'm here presumably in her bedroom while she's got her dressing gown on and now she's saying she thinks she knows me. This is personal boundaries here. Personal boundaries here, Karen. We're beginning to blur the lines. All right, anyway. Have you got a minute? Maybe I'm out, but we can chat. I'm at work, but go on. Sure, I'm just at home. I am just at home, but I'm concerned about where this is leading. <sighs> See, mm, I don't know. So we have options again here. Do you believe in past lives? Options are sure. Matter isn't destroyed, just reshaped. I thought you were a life coach, not a psychic. Politely, no, no, I don't. I'm going to go with the, the middle one, because I'm not entirely sure what the hell is happening here. Oh, she didn't seem to like that. She turned away from me, carrying on with her makeup. Why are we in her bedroom while she's getting ready to go out, presumably? This is a very strange and, I'm going to be honest, kind of unhealthy relationship. Are we done? Oh, no, wait, hang on. There we go. Did I ever tell you about my ecstasy days? No, Karen, you didn't. 
because I, I mean, I'm I'm here for for life coaching, not for you, not to life coach you. That's the thing. I feel like the roles are beginning to reverse here. Am I supposed to be life coaching you now? What is happening? Where are we going? I am so confused. <laughs> Again, options. Did I ever tell you about my ecstasy days? Uh, Options are, oh, great, a drug story. No, you never told me. Or, please, go on. For the, do you know what? For the sake of just riding this to wherever it's supposed to be going, I have no idea where that is. Let's just go with it. Do tell me about your ecstasy stories. Karen on X. An entire 12-part saga. It seems to have frozen. Maybe... Maybe we are just stuck in time. Maybe me encouraging Karen to, to openly share about her drug stories has just broken the space-time continuum. The hell is happening? I don't know, but this is, this is um, yeah, strange, to say the least. All right, so it says here, I believe in taking my pleasures where I find them. Do you know what I mean? Yes, no, or that depends what sort of pleasures. Um, yeah, I guess it does. Because, you know, for the most part, I think that's an innocent enough sort of mindset. But if your pleasures are, I don't know, snatching children off the street and holding them to ransom, that's definitely a no. So, yeah, it depends on what sort of pleasures you're talking about, Karen. Where is this leading? Are we going to find ourselves in a virtual eyes wide shut party? All right, so I've answered that, but the... Oh, there we go. There's no further video. It's just more questions or statements. All right, what have we got here? Absolute faithfulness for life is nearly as silly as celibacy. Am I right? And then the answers are less of the silly, don't mock my life choices. When you commit to someone, it's about trust. Oh, you're right, we're animals deep down. Um, I don't think faithfulness for life is silly at all. It's all dependent on your mindset. Uh, I'm not going to go on the the aggressive attack and be less of the silly though. So we are going to go with the fur. No, the sorry, the, the second answer. When you commit to someone, it's about trust. All right. So next statement is: sex with a stranger is more exciting. And choices are true. It depends on the context. I'm going to beg to differ on that one. It depends on the context. It really does. You know, like a lot of things, there's no sort of set, fixed, definitive answer. And yeah, it depends on the context. It depends on your situation, your station within your life, where you are at that point, who you are at that point, uh, the relationships or lack of relationships in your life. There's a lot of factors. So, you know, it's it's neither true or false that it is all based on context of, of the situa- situation. Uh, if I can even speak. All right, so now she's, <laughs> now she's asking us, some advice. So she's getting ready for a date by all accounts and she's asking which top should I wear on my date and the options here are blouse or sequins. Definitely sequins. You gotta go with the disco vibe. Definitely sequins. And that is where session five just kind of really bugged out and just became non-responsive. So presumably that was the end of session five. I don't know if there's anything else added to that. I don't know if we made the right choice going with sequence. I mean, I know that I made the right choice. I just don't know if it was reflected in in Karen's opinion or not, which is is kind of interesting that I'm already, (laughs) I don't want to say concerned, 
about Karen's opinion, but that her opinion is actually something of note and merit at this stage. But uh, yeah, pick the sequence. Don't know what happened with that. So presumably we'll find out as she goes, I guess, on her date in the next one. If I mean, surely she's not going to meet us when she's on her date, is she? What do you think? Of course she took us on a date. Oh, look, here we are. I can't talk long, he's waiting inside. He said, um, smoking's a filthy habit. I said, I'm not smoking, which I'm not. Right, sure, but you are. Cheers. Do you want to see him? Oh. Well, hang on. So this is the person she's gone on a date with. Uh, you know, like I said in the last session, <laughs> lines are really beginning to become very blurred. Uh, options here. Do I want to see him? Yes, please. Too right. I don't want to pry. Um, I guess out of, out, for the sake of, of this, I'm going to go with yes, please. I'm curious. Go on, have a look. Tell me what you think. He's right up for it. He was just telling me about this um, kinky studio visit he went on in, in San Francisco. Yeah. So what do you think? Should I go for it? Um... I don't know, he looks a bit of a geezer, to be honest. He sat at the front there with his hat on. I don't know, should I go for it? I don't know. Options here are, he looks good, do it. Karen, don't rush into anything, or that's not for me to say. Yeah, that's really not for me to say. I, you know, why are you even asking me anyway? This is all getting very strange. I... Yeah, that that is not for me to say. Do what you want, Karen. Just, you know, be safe out there, love. Thanks, mate. You're no help. Just see how it goes then, eh? Yeah. Wish me luck. And that's it. That's our session. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is this is interesting. And slightly confusing. I wonder how much they actually take from your answers. And I wonder if that really is a, a sort of cutscene that we've got based on previous answers and data that it's collected. Yeah, the the lines are really, really ridiculously blurred. This is far too familiar for any life coach. But yeah, interesting nonetheless. There she is. Well, this is a lot more professional and very... Good morning, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Maybe I've spoken to? too soon. I don't know. What's going on? This actually does seem more, more of a professional setup uh, than, than what we've seen so far. What are you up to? All right, options. <laughs> I don't trust this. Uh, options are at home, taking it easy. I'm good, busy at work as usual. I'm out having fun. I'm at home, but I could do with some fresh air. Well, for me, it is I am at home and taking it easy. Before we start, can mm -hmm. I ask you how you think I'm doing so far? Oh, <laughs> do you want an honest opinion? Uh... <laughs> so, choices here for how, I, how am I doing? Yes, very good, you're a natural. Definitely not answering that. You're doing okay, can we get on with it now? And do I have to spell it out? Not great. I'm going to be honest, not great, Karen. 
Oh, I wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah. Even negative feedback is important to the life coach as it helps me to try and do better and to tailor future sessions around your needs and aspirations. Oh, she doesn't seem to have taken that Now, what about your significant other? I've been meaning to ask you about them. I can tell you a little bit about what makes them tick. Where would you place them on this scale? Yeah, so we've got two options here. Aren't we going to discuss taking control, which is what I set out as sort of the mission, I guess, when given the options for this? And the other answer is great. What scale? I am curious as to why we're not actually diving into that. That was like a primary objective. And that is one of the reasons why I gave her the the harsher answer in response to how she's doing. So, yeah, aren't we going to discuss taking control? All right. So we have here sliding scale. Taking control starts with the people we're closest to. Now, would you say wife is more guided or more autonomous? Definitely more autonomous. Yeah, very much so. Absolutely. All the way to the end of that. I don't really see any sense of being... I mean, everybody needs a nudge sometimes in particular directions, but guided, yeah, not at all. And how about this? Cared for or in control? Um, it's closer to in control. Not all the way, but... Again, if you're looking at the whole thing and you're breaking it into fractions, I'd say about three quarters of the way towards in control. Would you agree that wife takes time out for others? Oh, strongly agree. Strongly agree. And would you say that they have frequent mood swings? No. Frequent mood swings. I mean, everyone has mood swings time and time and again, depending on your circumstance and situation and the Again, that's a contextual kind of thing, but in terms of frequency, no, no, all strongly disagree. All right. It seems like wife is more dominant and can get real satisfaction from life. Options are, that sounds about right. You've nailed it. I'm not sure about that. That's not really them. Are so wrong. I... Honestly, I'm not sure about that at all. It's not so much a case of being dominant. And even if it was, I don't know if that correlates with getting real satisfaction from life. I mean, with some personality types, yeah, absolutely. With some people, sure. Uh, In terms of uh, wife, I'm not sure about that. I know it's only natural to think the best about people we're closest to, but believe me, it's an exercise well worth doing. Mm -hmm. I know that since splitting with Charlie, well... Okay. I've doubted myself with other people in my low moments. But maybe you've had that feeling, though, sometimes, that we're all part of some big pulsating universe that's driven purely by love. I mean, I'm lucky I get on with most people. I like working with people. It's up to me to make it happen, right? Well, I feel like you actually... I kind of joked in an earlier session about us being a life coach for Karen, but I kind of feel that maybe it's not strictly that, but it's becoming a bit more of a symbiotic sort of relationship, you know. She's obviously uh, trying to help me, and in return I'm trying to help her, I guess. That was interesting. So she's clearly 
reeling, maybe still from a, a broken relationship with Charlie, whoever Charlie is, uh, which kind of maybe explains some of the the blurred lines and boundary crossing that's going on. I don't know. Anyway, it's up to me to make it happen, right? That's the question she just asked. Uh, the options here are the universe. Yes, it's up to you. Sometimes you can't control how things go, or it's just luck, good or bad. I don't believe in luck at all. I really don't. I, I do believe that, yes, it is up to you to a degree, but there is also a great amount that you can't control at all. You know, you can adapt, you can react, you can maneuver around things that happen, but some things you just can't control. So we're going to go with that. Sometimes you can't control how things go. All right. You're a hard one to figure out, aren't you? Mm. I mean, don't you agree that in the long run, people get the respect they deserve? Options for this are, yeah, the chickens always come home to roost. Sometimes I wish it was always true and no chance. Idiots are celebrated all the time. Um, again, it seems like I'm, I'm fence-sitting here, but there is no definitive yes or no to this. Because, you know, sometimes, yeah, people do get the respect they deserve, but a lot of the time they don't. So, yeah, sometimes I wish it was always true. Yeah, that's definitely the Oh, <laughs> didn't tell you what happened last night, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. Well... You could see he wasn't a ballroom dancing fan, but it um, didn't matter. He was actually really well behaved. Charlie just always used to walk ahead, so it looked like he was on his own. You know, over time, those things can get you down, but it's actually really exciting to be treated like that. We well, you might, you might be the model of discretion, but that's not where I'm at. Okay. Not that it was that great. He's recently back in the game as well. and Bloody hell, the rules of engagement have changed, if you get my drift. Yeah, I guess. God, me and my big mouth. I'm so pleased that I don't okay. have to do this anymore. All right, darling, uh, I'll speak to you later. Bye. All right, so that was actually a really interesting session. I actually feel like... Uh, maybe I've been a little bit too critical of her, maybe a little bit too harsh. She's obviously still rebounding from a, a broken relationship of sorts. So she's trying to navigate her own stuff. And in terms, yeah, it may not be the most professional approach, considering she's supposed to be helping and mentoring other people. But actually, I kind of appreciate the vulnerability and the human aspect of that. It's not what I was expecting when I first started this, but I... Yeah, that's kind of helped me turn the corner a little bit and I feel like there's a little bit more uh, sympathy and definitely empathy for for Karen here. This is weird, I'm actually... <laughs> I don't know how much this is designed to elicit sort of emotional responses. Uh, and I'm not saying that I'm getting like overly emotional, but yeah, there's, there's definitely, definitely things within there, that encounter, that I recognise, you know. And uh, I'm seeing her a little bit more as a, a flawed but interesting human being rather than just uh, an, <laughs> a really flawed, unprofessional life coach. 
Alright gang, so there you go, that is the end of our first week with Karen, and I did tell you it was gonna get weird, but just, just wait, because next week, yeah, it becomes a very different beast. The the dynamics and the shape of what this is becoming change quite dramatically, and if you think this is kind of strange and unprofessional and mm, questionable, you ain't seen or heard anything yet. As I said at the top of the show, if you've decided to do this yourself out of curiosity, which I really do hope you have, because it was an interesting experience, then I want to know what your experience has been with it. I want to know what progression you got. I want to know how your answers differed. I want to know what different cutscenes you got. Uh, Yeah, do let me know. The best place to do that is to get in touch with me on Twitter or Instagram, and you can find me at I am. Mal Foster, or even better, if you look in the show notes for this episode on the device that you're listening to this to, there is a link to leave me a voice message. You can do that now. That is a new feature that we've got going. I absolutely love. You can do it just by clicking the link. It'll take you through to the browser on Anchor's website. And using your phone, you can leave me a voicemail, which I can then put into a future episode of the show. I love this feature, not just for this episode, not just for this sort of idea of doing this experiment with Karen, this life coach app thing, but just in general. If you've got feedback, if you've got questions, if you just want to say hi, you can leave me a voice message and I can drop it in a future episode. I think it's a really cool feature and I would love for you guys to take full advantage of that. As I say, the link is in the show notes, so just scroll in there and you can find it and yeah, real easy. Speaking of the show notes, when you're in there, you will also find a bunch of links to some other stuff as well, including our Patreon page, our coffee page, if you want to make a donation. If you've loved what you've heard and you want to help us out, you can do that. Patreon page obviously offers you extra bonus content, so you could go take a look at that, look at our one single tier. And this is pretty cool as well. This is pretty cool and exciting. We now have merchandise. Yeah, you can get my face on a coffee mug and drink out of it. Just what you've always wanted, right? As I said, pretty cool and exciting, but don't take my word for it. Go check out the storefront page for yourself. As I said, links are in the show notes in the description. Now go and have a little goosey gander and see what you think. Of course, if you haven't done so already, the best and most simple and wonderful and just straightforward way you can help out the show is to simply subscribe. That does help us out enormously. It lets us know that you want to stick around, which is the main thing. But it also does some internet stuff to help us be more seen and be more visible and all that good stuff. Of course, leaving a rating and a review also does that too. And it also makes me feel warm and gooey inside. As I said earlier, next week we are concluding our time with Karen. And it's, yeah, it's definitely, if you've enjoyed this, which hopefully you have, it's definitely something you don't want to miss. Because, as I say, it does go to some very interesting places, shall we say. And as a whole, I found the experience pretty interesting, to say the least. So, yeah, that's what we're doing next week. Other than that, that's pretty much it for this week, guys. I do hope you've enjoyed this. It's something a little bit different. It's something that is kind of straying away from things we usually do. But I do like this kind of thing. I do like the idea of throwing myself into more experiments with the show as we move forward so if you have ideas that are maybe similar to this or based on this things that you can think of that i would enjoy or that are kind of 
sort of have some kind of correlation or parallel to them, then yeah, do let me know and use that voice message feature. Other than that, though, that is pretty much it for this week. As always, thank you for listening. Look after yourselves. And until next week, when we conclude our time with Karen, keep it dimed out.